0: It's showtime.
1: It's (laughs) showtime.
0: Every time it says it, I'm like, yeah, it is. Let's do this.
2: It's showtime. Show, show show showtime. And mean heart.
0: (laughs) Did, Did that rhyme? I don't know. Everything rhymes in my mind.
2: It's showtime with the German guy and Nina Hotz. Oh, 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 oh. Let's be oh, honest. Oh, oh. oh, no. We spelled be honest wrong. It says "Bri oh, no.
1: honest Oh, Bre- <laughs> yeah,
0: no. Let's <grow> be honest. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to change that real quick.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah, we definitely want to change that because oh, wow. we want be grammatically correct with that statement. Oh, I am. I do. Hey, I had the live last time, you know, how to be a surviving, recovering perfectionist. With that stated, hello and good afternoon to all of our amazing listeners that are coming into the room. We're super excited for you to be with us during this topic because this is one that is definitely near and dear to both me and the German guy and maybe to you as well. German guy, let him know what we're talking about today, sir.
1: Uh, Well,
0: first of all, I want to thank you everyone for being here. I got some people who are, who watched our live yesterday on Instagram and they're chiming in on this. So I'm super, super excited you're here. Um, We are talking about narcissists, the awesome people we love to hang around with. uh, Hashtag sarcasm. Mm. So how to deal with narcissists? Oh, you know, this topic again, is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. And I would really love to get something out of this talk today where I can just not let them affect me so much because we all have that person. We walk around on eggshells and we're constantly afraid of how they're going to react. Let's talk about it. Let's be honest.
2: Let's be honest. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, I don't know if anybody has, but I've definitely have had the misfortune of having to interact um, and be close to a person who was a complete narcissistic individual. And it can be extremely um, detrimental to your health, both physically and mentally. Yep. So definitely have to figure out how you can um, have coping mechanisms, how you can learn how to have boundaries, as well as just be able to spot and recognize a narcissistic person, and let's be honest. And I love that that's the title of all of our podcast, <laughs> of our show. Is let's be honest, there are times where we might have been the narcissistic person. Like, let's, you know, because I always hear people yeah. say, right? I always hear people say, "Oh, you know, that person's narcissistic," and I have a narcissistic person in my life. But you know, good. There's some good odds that you, at one point in time, me. <laughs> Were the person who was the narcissist. You know, so definitely, if you find traits in yourself as being a narcissist, definitely we want to, you know, do some self-evaluations and figure out what we can do. Mm. Yeah. Mm.
0: Because it, it's such a good way to start this conversation because, you know, if we look for th- people who are narcissistic all the time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And th- that's actually part of a narcissistic trait to look... For the fault in other people. So just like Amina said, let's make sure we are not the narcissist. (laughs) And let's look at ways that narcissistic people behave, what they say, so we can spot them, but also spot those traits in ourselves so we can make sure we're a kind, empathetic person.
2: Absolutely. And with that stated, for those in the back, there may be a few people who are like, what exactly is that? So a narcissism or a narcissistic person is a a person who embodies qualities um, that include thinking very highly of themselves. They need admiration all the time. They believe, and this is the big one, they believe others are inferior and lacking, and they often lack empathy for others. Okay, so those are the two big ones. Sometimes, you know, they they be all about themselves. They be feeling about they they focus a lot upon their struggles and their issues. Okay, sometimes they think they are, you know, others that they think others are inferior, as well as they struggle to have empathy for other people and their situation and their struggles. So definitely not the greatest characteristics for someone to have, you know, um, let's be honest, you know, there there are times, you know, when we, like I said, are narcissistic. I'm looking at this and, you know, um, a person who thinks highly of themselves and needs admiration, there's a lot of times where I feel like I fit that mode. you know what I mean? So with that stated, if any of this applies, let it fly. Once again, German guy as well as Amina Hawk, we are not uh, psychologists, we're not therapists, we're not counselors. We are just two friends that like to come up on these stereo streets, have heart, have hard gut punching conversations that really help not only us, but hopefully our listeners to be able to come together and grow as a stereo community. So we welcome um, all of your input, your inspiration, your wisdom. We do ask that we keep this a safe and cordial place you know we want everybody to feel comfortable that they can relate their opinions uh so we ask that everybody remain respectful take it away german guy Mm -hmm.
0: yeah absolutely Uh, you dropped some really good nuggets there you know you said uh a narcissistic person will often not even know that they're narcissistic and before we just you know and that's actually kind of fun to just kind of i don't know it's it's not it's a little bit petty to be like oh that person narcissistic I'm gonna walk away I'm not gonna be in their life I'm gonna fight fire with fire, but to it's it's really important to realize that that person has a lot of pain you know there there's a lot of things going on and if we tr- if we try to look at the narcissism in a way of hey it's just a um, mood or mental disorder it helps us to to some degree. Have some good boundaries and to see past the disorder. To see that there's somewhere in there, there's a person in there who has unique needs and unique feelings, you know. Um, and you you mentioned what a narcissist is that they're very high, they're very absorbed, you know. They they have a high self-esteem and they feel. Like, they're superior of everyone else. But then, like, that's a grandiose um, narcissist. But on the other side, there's the vulnerable narcissist as well, who has very, very low self-esteem, uh, who's focusing only on themselves and think that every, everything that pers- uh, people around them are doing, they're after them. And they have to protect themselves and make sure that they feel like they have the upper hand. So this well, is a really this is a really passionate topic for me. Yeah Um, because sometimes I just they get under my own skin, I react, I don't respond. Because at the end of the day, a narcissist will want you to react out of their negative behavior.
2: Mm. And let's go because I don't want to step on narcissist individuals completely. Because at the end of the day, they're human, they still deserve to be loved. And if I or have or will in the future ever become kind of narcissistic, I would hope somebody would want to show me grace as well. So according to psychologytoday.com, I thought it was very interesting that they stated, just because some people are narcissists doesn't mean they are unlovable. People high in narcissism may also be fun, charismatic, or good at what they do. And and having them around gives you more pleasure than pain and in the workplace enhance your team's success. Okay, and, and I think that's very funny because when I think of the narcissistic person in my past, they were a bundle of fun. You know what yeah. I mean? Like when they were happy, they were high. They had high energy. They were the they were they, they were the showstopper. You know that people gravitated to them. You know, right. but and that's great because a lot like I said, they can be fun, charismatic, and, and all that. But when that switch flips. <laughs> mm. Mm. it flips hard so
0: yeah. yeah yeah i actually read up on that too they can be very very successful in their business and at their workplace and that's partially because um like you said on the flip side there are some strengths there are strengths but what makes them narcissist is that you have to be very gentle very gentle mm. all the time i mean we all get yeah. hurt sometimes but with narcissists you have to really Make sure you tell them um, all the time that they're the king. You know, they are the best and of the best of the best. And th- that is fine. I always tell my friends that they're the best. That's cool. But they will expect it from you and they will not know how to deal with constructive criticism. So that's oh one way goodness. to just kind of notice <laughs> them and know what a narcissist is.
2: Absolutely. Because, you know, what? you may have narcissistic individuals in your life that you have to get along with they may be family members close friends you know your manager like you know there's some people where walking away may not necessarily be as easy as as you would like it to be so you're going to have to learn how to deal interact and thrive while having a narcissist or being within a narcissistic relationship once again german guy and i are just um commenting off of things that we have studied off of our life experiences okay so we do definitely invite you guys to chime in help us build this argument um and just figure out how to thrive and and uh, learn together so before we go to these messages i do want to point out that i think he said something that was really great um you talked about the variation of the two different um, types of narcissists. And I thought that was really good because not all narcissists are created alike. Okay. So according to psychology today, so with that stated, you have to choose to handle one in your life. So I'm sorry. So the way you choose to handle one in your life should be based on the type you're dealing with. And what were those two types that you stated earlier?
0: So, yeah, first, was, first one was grandiose, and then the second one was vulnerable.
2: Yes, yes. And, and let's, let's, let's look at that. So a vulnerable narcissist outward shell of confidence or, excuse me, self-centeredness. Well, let me start mm-hmm. that again. So the vulnerable type narcissist has an outward shell of self-centeredness and self-absorption, and it masks a weak inner core. Okay, So like you said, they, can't, they struggle to take that constructive criticism. Um, you know, they, they project this on self, you know, centered. They, they, they wear that kind of a mask, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Versus the grandiose narcissist truly truly <laughs> believes in their own greatness. and they may be even uh, and they may even be almost as good as they think they are. You know, and and don't get me wrong. There's a fine line between being confident and being narcissistic. Okay, mm-hmm. we're not knocking confidence. We all should have a good amount of confidence in ourselves as well as our abilities, but we need to have that balance because you don't <laughs> want to tip towards that grandiose.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: narcissist. So, with that stated, uh, we got a few listeners who got stuff to say. So how about we you get to team. those all right yeah
0: let's do that i mean there's so much we want to say but uh like this is a really good topic but let's make sure we listen to some of these awesome people here as well
2: all right jerry smith you have no followers darling so either you are brand new or underage hopefully you are an adult let's go <laughs> <laughs> That's what
1: That's I thought. That's why.
2: That <laughs> is probably <laughs> why. <laughs> That's what I thought. Thank you for wasting our time. You have a great day. Okay? All right. Here we go. Hey
3: there, guys. Greetings from Germany. It's Nefferdamos. Hey. How's it going?
2: That's an awesome name. Yeah. All right. So we're going to keep on going. to Waska.
4: Oh, wow, peeps. I, I, I just... Chimed in, in uh, to your show. Um, and so the topic, how do you deal with a narcissist? Like, oof, get as far away as possible, seriously. Like, you can't deal with a narcissist with any kind of affected uh, means. Yeah. Um, I grew up in a narcissistic family. I'm not, well, my sister will never hear this. Like, my sister is a total narcissist, everything's about her. Um, I mean, you you could look at pictures when we were young. It'd be my birthday party. It'd be like five years old and you'd see her like grabbing, grabbing the cake or pushing me out of the way. <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, though, I mean, narcissists, that's that's their own thing. You know, um, I really don't think uh, for me uh, personally anyway, like I have uh, cut people out of my life that are narcissists because it's a losing battle let them have their thing and um, you know, I move on, I'd be happy and uh, and uh, happy, happy not to have the narcissist in my life. Yeah. Peace yeah. out, peeps.
0: Peace out. Thank you for that. Yeah, like, you know, there are some of us who can't really avoid them to that extent, but if you are able, even <laughs> then, try to not cross paths with them. Try to keep your conversation simple. You know, don't get into conversations that are you know rooted in in the wrath of the narcissist.
2: <laughs> ah,
0: so good. You know, thank I, you. I'm
2: giggling. Yeah. I'm giggling because I always had advice. Uh, one of my friends was like, don't self-diagnose yourself on stereo because once again, we're not counselors, therapists or whatnot. So to be able to diagnose ourselves would be inaccurate. But yeah. you, I love having this conversation because we can still self-analyze ourselves. And if we have any of these traits that you know mirror a narcissist, then I think it's always beneficial to be aware of that so that you can temper, temper that in your daily life. You know what I mean? Like if you notice you're yeah. doing a, a little too much over here, Maybe you can try to discipline yourself and redirect your own actions so that you're not negatively affecting people in your situations that you're currently in. So I think this is going to be a great talk that can be very beneficial.
0: Yes, I totally agree with you. I look, awesome. really look forward to this talk um, because, you know, I give too much, too often I give too much of my power away to people who are very narcissistic. And it's yeah. just not fair to me. It's not fair. You know, no, so no. how do I deal with them in a in a healthy way? You know, how do I keep my joy? Most importantly, how do I not let people steal my joy? Um, so I'm really looking forward to some of the things that you guys have to say.
2: All right, well, let's definitely chime back into these next messages, Trey.
5: Repeat, hey, I don't get down people. I'm not no human being. We. 2G. My name Treyface. Face. Time to face the nation. All y'all saints. Y'all y'all
6: saints. Ain't no saints. Everybody with Trey Face is a I done made
7: the heaven. Gates. I done prayed a hundred years in time. Take it back to this track
5: a big the Notorious B.I.G. Amen.
2: All right, all right, all right.
5: Sure, We're going to sure. keep
2: it moving. Abby, nice to see you
8: again. Hi, it's Abby. I was on your instagram live last night um nice no we just started but like yes like i could be a narcissistic person sometimes when it comes to like you know thinking of the worst possible scenario of like a thing i'm going through but also like i've had to disconnect from my dad's mom my grandmother um multiple times like one time i didn't see her for like a year because i just couldn't deal with her like she was like commenting on my weight and i was like no so i had to disconnect from her so it's kind of hard to do with that because i always felt guilty about doing that but i know it's from my own mental health so sorry that i'm going in deep right now but <laughs> just wanted to say it before i forgot
0: <laughs> yeah no that's that's why we talk about this we go deep we are honest and you know, I might be wrong here, but part of you feeling guilty is because they made you feel guilty about it. You know, it, there's this deep-rooted fear of rejection in in a narcissist that you know they think they can treat you however they want, and they want you to stick around, and you they want you to take it. You know, and as soon as you as soon as you take that um, action of you know what, I'm gonna. The best way to disarm a narcissist is showing them that you can have a productive and happy life without them. But they don't like that idea. They want want to be a part of you. They want to sap you of your energy so they can feel a little bit of joy. So it's really confusing and it's really frustrating. But that guilt that you feel has to be let go because it's not you. It's not your problem. That guilt that you feel is often from the other side what do you think amina
2: absolutely when you're dealing with a narcissist they want everything in my opinion in my experience that individual everything's about them and it needs to be about them immediately okay they they have the worst luck they are the ones who are truly struggling or you need to be happy for their happiness and when it's your turn and you know they're not going to be emotionally there for you they lack that empathy they don't have the time they don't care you know or in my in my scenario the narcissist that was in my life would belittle my situations Would you know Would, would my situations can never be as grand as theirs so then why am i struggling with this why am i talking about this because i need to be grateful that it's only this amount of struggle because their struggle is astronomical. And that can just be so hurtful and, 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 you know, if you do, you know, make a boundary, present a boundary and demand it to be upheld, you know, they'll criticize you for it. They'll make you feel like you're in the wrong for having <clears throat> and setting a boundary. And that's just that's unfortunate and it's
1: not healthy
0: yeah absolutely and it's another big trait to see if, if you want to spot a, a narcissist or just a person with traits of narcissism when they constantly attack you as a person your character your personality um, to get a reaction out of you to, to for, for them to, for us to realize that they're actually way better than us because that's what they want us to know and to see that they are way smarter that they're way better and they're superior but a narcissist will discard you, discard you when your usefulness runs out. They want something out of you. and if, if you can't give them what they want, you have no use for them, which really shows that there's a big lack of empathy, and it's it's so hard. It's so hard. Everybody needs that affirmation and empathy. And if you don't get it, don't run after those guys who can't give it to you because it's just gonna let feel you make you feel empty and you're not going to feel like you have any value to give.
2: Absolutely. All right, let's drive. Let's, let's drive. <laughs> let's dive back <down laughs> into these messages.
9: Hi, German guy. Hi, Amina. I'm back again listening in. Um, hope you have a great show. I'll be tuning in.
0: Sweet. That's a good job.
2: Yes, thanks for chiming in. And we're really looking forward to what you guys have to say. So here we go. Be patient. We are going to get to each and every one of your messages. Yeah. All right. Next message. Here we go.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hear what you're saying. Self diagnosing. I mean, um, you know, taking a look at your, your behaviors, your words, your thoughts, your deeds is, I think, really important. But a narcissist, and I've had a lot of narcissists in my life, um, they're not going to do that. I mean, it, it goes, it's contra. Uh, counterintuitive to even what they what they know and what they do so um i'm not saying like you gotta you gotta get every narcissist out of your life but honestly the ones that i know they yes um i agree that they they probably um have self uh, self worth issues and all that kind of stuff. So I have I have s- empathy for them, um, but I just don't really. Uh, they're energy vampires in my experience. So yeah. 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 So my self diagnosis is: uh, be happy and move out of that way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's so
6: absolutely. if you want
4: to, if you deal with the narcissist, the answer is:
0: don't think. <laughs> <house>. <laughs> you know. Uh,
2: okay. If you uh, sure, if you have the ability. To not necessarily generate a, you know, working and active relationship with a narcissist, great. But like I said, sometimes that may not necessarily be the option. You know, you may have a narcissistic individual for a a sibling. You know, for a parent. You know, even your spouse may be a bit on that narcissistic side. So with that status, sometimes you have to be able to learn in my opinion how to function and relate and be able to be flexible it's not ideal but that's how life is life is not always ideal especially if the narcissistic individual in your life is your boss and if you have no plans on quitting that job sometimes you got to learn how to just go with that flow and how to arm yourself uh emotionally and mentally to be successful when dealing with a narcissist
0: and just accept them, you know, accept them for the, for who they are. As hard as it is, and as hard as hmm. it, as hard as you want to fight back, just accept them.
1: And
2: when you, you know, say
1: Go ahead. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't mean accept their behavior and I don't mean like uh, that I'm not gonna put my foot down when it's when it is necessary, but just accepting that they are the way they are and nothing um there might not be anything I can do to change them
2: yeah because you try to go into a narcissist and you think you're gonna save somebody. Yes. So you <laughs> good luck Just saving you're just gonna be you're just gonna be annoying yourself with that data because just like our, our previous listener said, like a narciss a true narcissistic individual is most likely probably not going to do um, self analyze or they may not necessarily take the steps to really see where they're coming from because in their mind, they're not wrong. They're yeah. not wrong. Everybody else is, you know, not saying that a person who's narcissistic can't change their ways. Right. I'm sure they could, but they would have to want to change their ways. Okay, so we are, these messages are just piling up. <laughs> All right, so let's get
1: it. to a few of them.
9: Hello, Amina Hawk. Hi, German guy. I'm just listening in. All right. Very interesting topic.
0: Hello,
2: hello, hello. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you,
5: dude. I had friends that were narcissistic. I didn't even know about narcissism, man. That's that shit is dangerous, man. Those, like those people, like they have tongues that can cut. You know, not good, man. But in the end of the day, they hurt themselves more than they hurt other people. Absolutely. Honestly, to be quite honest with you,
0: that's a um, good point. That's so good to realize that at the end of the day, they're only hurting themselves because. Look, look at their relationships. Look at their friends. They're hurting their friends and their family. So, at the end of the day, let's not take it personal, you know, because it's their inability to show empathy um, can be seen as a direct attack. But if we don't defend ourselves, that's a great way to disarm them.
2: And you know what I've learned in my experience? is that if you know and you recognize that you are dealing with a narcissistic individual, I learned that, number one, I do need to take a step back, right? Like, maybe not necessarily be so open to that relationship, not, you know, maybe they're not in that first circle of of my friends, maybe they're... Because I always think of friendships as as in rings. The inner ring are my close people who I can trust, who I know will genuinely have my back, and they want to see me, you, you know, be... Uh, I don't want to say beneficial, but they want to see me thrive, and vice versa. Then the next ring are people who I'm cool with, we hang out with, but maybe I don't let them know all of my secrets. And then that next ring, that's an outer ring. Those are all the people where I'm like, hey, how you doing? But I keep it pushing.
1: You know what I mean? Like yeah. they don't
2: know my my day to day activities and all that stuff like that so you have to have different layers when it comes to your friends and when you have a narcissistic individual they most likely need to be on that (laughs) furthest ring okay they don't need to be in your inner circle your (laughs) council. no because they are going to be disruptive and they are going to be they want to be the center of the universe and then that's just not helpful because any successful relationship there needs to be give and take right there needs to be boundaries you know, both individuals need to be supportive, whether that's just a friendship, uh, a, you know, a romantic relationship, even when it comes to family, there needs to be a balance. Mm.
0: And let's be honest, it's don't feel guilty about putting that on that third layer, like you said, because at the end of the day, it's not good for the mental health to keep doing the same thing over and over. It's a definition of insanity. So by you just, you know, showing that you're unaffected, it might challenge them to, in a way that, hey, Maybe I didn't have to think this way or, or say this, but yeah, like you said, say hi and keep walking. That's that's so good to protect yourself, but to also show the, that person that there's
2: options. Absolutely, and um, just to have a nod when they, when are that loud, when yeah, uh, if I'm saying his name right, said they're hurting themselves. They're hurting both the individuals that they're indirectly deal or the directly dealing with, but yes, fundamentally they're hurting themselves because they're gonna realize and see that they're not gonna have close people around them. People aren't gonna want to invite them places, people are not gonna want to trust them or, or you know, and it's gonna start to trickle down. You know, they're gonna turn around, look around, and they'll literally will be by themselves or they'll have very shallow friendships and that's not that's not a very beneficial way to live,
0: and, and that itself makes me feel sorry for them in a way, and helps me to just kind of, you know, show empathy from a distance. Like you said, obviously you don't want—I don't want to open my whole heart, and then they're gonna use things against me, because narcissists—they have a way of turning anything and everything you say and do against you.
2: Oh, absolutely, <laughs> so- absolutely. Okay, so let's get—let's go to Quinn.
9: Hey, Jeremiah. guy, hey, I'm Mina Hawk. How are you guys doing? Just tuning Good. in here. Just, uh, I'm wondering, you know, if you are identified as an empath, someone who's sensitive to the emotions of others, we tend to attract narcissists in our life. Mm. How do we uh, identify a narcissist and avoid uh, bringing them into our lives so we don't have to have that emotional energy being drained from us?
2: Good yes.
1: question. Good
9: question.
2: Yes. I love it. Well... Um, definitely educate yourself on the personality traits of a narcissistic individual. Yeah. Okay. Um, and what we stated, uh, some of the characteristics were, um, a narcissistic individual will definitely have an inflated sense of self, okay? Mm-hmm. Like they are gonna be about themselves. They are God's gift to this world. Um, They also, in many instances, they're constantly going to need praise. They need people to love them. Mm. They need people to validate them. Okay. Um, Oftentimes they will take advantage of others. Okay. And I'm talking financially, uh, emotionally, physically, you know, you got it. They need it. You need to give it to them. You know, yeah. that I'm, I'm thinking back to the narcissistic individual that I dealt with a couple of years ago. And I remember we were going to go eat. We were, gonna, we were going to McDonald's and I pull up to the drive through. We both order. I look at that person and I was like, OK, where's your money? And they were like, I don't have any money. I was like, excuse <laughs> me, you don't have any money. So how did you feel like how did you think you were going to pay? This person thought so well of themselves and obviously of me that they just naturally assumed that I was paying for their food. Wow. And I just, I could not. And because in the past I had, once in a while, because I know this person wasn't like all the way financially stable, you know, a good friend, you're like, oh, don't worry, I got it this time. Or I got it that time. This person I got in so comfortable and just naturally assumed that I had would get their food. I just was so, I was just so irritated, upset mm-hmm. and offended. You know, we, we're, I wasn't dating this person. Like, the, I don't yeah. owe you anything.
1: But you right. just
2: knew that I was going to pay for your food. Oh, let me tell you, that person didn't eat that day. I said, ooh, cancel the oh. order. <laughs> we're not hungry because we're going to learn today. Ooh, that's you took,
0: I love that. You took the upper hand and you you outsmarted them. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it.
2: Once so again, it, they, yeah. go ahead.
0: So to answer Quinn's question, like, I Amina mean, said it so perfectly, you know, sometimes we just have to look for those traits and
1: yeah. if you're
0: an empath like like quinn like mm-hmm. i kind of consider myself an empath amina is an empath too so it's it's I, it, listen to intuition like is that person making you feel emotionally fatigued mm. and your energy is drained yeah that you could be dealing with a narcissist you know um.
2: Yep, an emotional vampire. With emotional that stated, camera. and also, the last characteristic, but I think this one is one of the biggest ones. They struggle with recognizing or even caring about others' needs, whether that's emotional needs, physical needs, mental needs, physical need, whatever. If you have a need, it, ain't, it don't concern them, <laughs> okay? Yeah. It doesn't yeah. concern them. All right, once again, thank you guys so much for your messages here we go.
5: Okay, so check this out. I had a friend in high school that I met to my neighbor, and this guy would, like, you know... I beat him at his own game. He's, he's like, two years older than me. I beat him at his own game, but he wouldn't understand it, so I don't know if he's, like, a kid or, like, I don't know what's really going on, but that shit was weird, bro. But check this out. This dude... He wants to, like, you know, be friends with me, but I don't want to be friends with this dude. Like, yeah, then
1: don't. Mm.
2: No, and you know what's crazy is I, it would blows my mind is that narcissistic individuals they project that they have it together, that they have high self esteem, but oftentimes they are extremely sensitive to constructive mm-hmm. criticism. Okay, extremely sensitive to constructive criticism, despite the fact that they either believe or project that they have this high level of self-esteem, which is like, oh, you know. And I think it comes back to having the ability to humble yourself, because let's be honest, nobody wants to be told that they're not, you know, meeting the mark or they're Mm -hmm. not, you know, living up to expectation. Right. But I think it takes a true person of true character to be able to humble themselves to be able to listen to someone's feedback and listen to adapt and to and to utilize it versus just to listen to respond and fire back you know right. i feel like a, a true person of wisdom will take wise counsel and, and right. apply it with if they feel like it, it applies
0: and if you have that person in your life who you don't really want to give up a relationship with because it's either a loved one or someone you haven't given up on. First of all, I wanted to just say kudos. It makes you a very strong person. Sorry for laughing, um, but you have to be very, very wise in how you confront that person. The, if if they take any grain, if you t- if they take anything you say with a grain of salt, it's it's going to be very frustrating and hard. But the best way you can have a chance is when you just say. When you just have really, really emotional kind of, hey, I don't hate you. You're okay. I love you. I love this and this about you. And you just kind of redirect it to just all of that stuff. But it can be very not can be. It is very draining because uh, narcissists are very good with mirroring your emotions and manipulating you with them. They'll say, hey, how are you doing? Just to just kind of See your vulnerable side and use it against you. So it's, ah, oh, man, it's it's frustrating. It is frustrating.
2: It is. All right, we're going back to y'all Y'all and finish his statement.
5: Is it wrong of me, or because, I, in in all honesty, like this dude is like, I feel like he's sending me like negative vibes, and just because I don't want to hang out with him, like just just because of that, how how much of a loser can you be?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's a typical narcissist. Man, you don't feel bad for not, for for you know, t- putting some boundaries down and saying I'm not gonna do, you know, be with that person because I don't feel in- uplifted in any way. In fact, I always feel fatigued. Give yourself some grace, knowing you know they don't hate you; they just don't know any better. And try to avoid them, and at all costs, I think. Detach. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Up-
2: you know, and let me say this right now. If you are, if you have a friendship that you can walk away from and it is not serving you in the sense that now you have anxiety when that person even texts you, when they call you, when they want to hang out, if your inner peace is instantly zapped, that is not the kind of friendship you nope. need to have because that is how it was for me. I don't know about you, German guy. Well, When I was feeling... Right. When I was dealing with my narcissistic person, I literally they became my trigger. My narcissistic individual would call me every morning at 730 and I literally would have to pray before I'd answer that phone. Lord, give me the strength to have this conversation. Please don't allow this person to offend me and be mean to me. And say really rude stuff to me. That literally was a prayer. And the reason why I stayed in that relationship was because this was my quote unquote best friend for almost 11 years. And we had always promised each other that we would stay friends. So I was trying mm-hmm. to uphold and live that promise. But at the end of the day, I got to a point where I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And
4: mm-hmm. the breaking
2: point was when. That, quote, unquote, best friend, I was getting married, and this best friend was, was destroying verbally all of my plans, yeah. laughed at my wedding colors, laughed at my first dance song, was never wow. supportive, even told me that they did not want me to get married. Wow. So with that stated, that person had to get cut because you cannot thrive when somebody – is not for you, won't cheer mm-hmm. for you, and makes everything about them. That's not healthy. And you will mentally and spiritually and emotionally die behind that person if you do not set boundaries.
0: Yeah. And don't mistake it for constructive criticism because they will say, oh, I just say all this stuff because I love you. But they never actually show you in action that they love you. It's, ah, manip- they're often very manipulative.
1: Mm-hmm. Here,
0: I have to be honest here too for a second. There was a time in my life where I was so depressed and I actually turned into a narcissist because I would keep reaching out to people who would quote unquote challenge me and I would think, okay, this, this will help me to be a better person. But I was depressed. I was thinking very little of myself. And let's let's face it, as empaths, it's extremely hard to cut those relationships out. But would you rather have sh- the short-term anxiety of of doing it or the long-term depression of sticking around with them because once you do the right thing for you the right people will walk right back into your life that inspire you that are good for you so don't let the fear of you know abandonment hold you back because you don't you deserve better
2: absolutely you don't. and you don't deserve you don't deserve the pain and misery Mm -hmm. Of someone else's struggles and in, in, in rudeness in your life. No. All right. These messages are piling up. Our next person <laughs> that we are going to is a mother an American. America. Okay.
7: There we go. Hello, motherfucking America here. There it is. We're <laughs> scrolling through and saw your topic. How to deal with a narcissist. Simple. You don't. Mm. (laughs) When you get a whiff that someone is a narcissist, you leave. You turn around and walk the opposite way. You narcissists are brilliant at hiding their narcissistic behavior, um, but they can't always hide it, and they can't always hide it for long. So as soon as you see that red flag, get out. It's not ever going to get any better. Motherfucking America's two
2: cents. (laughs) I I, I love love what she said. She's like, how do you deal with a narcissist? Yeah, don't. Like I said, if it's a relationship where you can easily walk away from, most likely you're probably going to want to do that or definitely distance yourself significantly. But, you know, what about those relationships where that's not that easy or it's not that cut and dry? you know what if they're family members what if they're your boss you know what if unfortunately they're your spouse sometimes you just can't walk away all willy-nilly how so therefore how do we deal with the narcissist
0: yeah you don't or you just be dexter just kidding don't Mm, be dexter
2: what is wrong with you (laughs) <laughs> don't be telling these amazing individuals to be dexter no
1: don't be that was very nobody petty.
2: and oh and that was extremely <laughs> petty like i almost that choked on my petty. soda like let's not do that all right we're gonna go back <laughs> you got gotcha. alright you all right y'all you got three in the chamber so we're gonna let them play out okay here we yeah. go
5: and on top of that he's sending you know the flying monkeys what they call it like the people that he sends or she sends like to you know get informed or you know get into my private life like that that shit is fucking corny bro like there is no power in that shit like I will destroy anything or anybody like spirituality sees like what the fuck is going on like people I don't know what the hell is going on in their head I I don't know if it's a sickness or they develop that sickness because of you know evil evil like uh Thoughts and behaviors. I don't know. I, I really don't know.
0: Yeah, because they won't tell you.
2: Mm. No, you don't know because they no. won't tell you. Especially when it comes to the the vulnerable narcissist. You know, they specifically they don't always feel good about themselves at heart. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so, ooh, you you definitely. Especially in the the grandiose, the grandiose narcissists. Oh my goodness, those are the ones you really have to work to walk out, to walk out to, yeah. to watch out for. The ones that really truly do believe that they are super great and that their boo boo smells like roses. Those are the ones that you really <laughs> need to be aware of and make sure that you move accordingly to, because, um, you know, they're the ones that specialize in undercutting you or getting, you you know, in your way. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So those are the ones, although they can be the funnest and they can be great, but when they get to the point where, you know, now they're being selfish and they're not being considerate or empathetic, ooh, that Mm -hmm. undercutting is no joke. That verbal abuse is no joke.
0: Absolutely. And, uh, you know, when I think about people who are good for me, when I look at the relationships that are good for me, they have a great amount of humility. Yeah. And, you know, humility is you saying, here, I messed up, you know, uh, I'm going to, you know, do this better. Thank you for telling me and all that stuff. I don't think you'll hear that kind of stuff from a narcissist. They are no. not, they let pride get in the way. And that's sad because how is that person going to grow spiritually, you know, grow with their relationships when you keep thinking that way, you know some, sometimes my biggest growth came from swallowing my pride, listening to people what, uh, to, people, to what people had to say, and redirecting it, taking action towards change. But a narcissist person I don't want to say they can change, but it's very hard for them to change because they're quite comfortable with the way they live their life.
2: Yeah, and and it's sad because often a person who is narcissistic, they have this demeanor of such entitlement. That's what used to get me. Like mm-hmm. they have this kind of uh, deme- demeanor of having superiority, and feeling entitled, and it's just like, oh, honey, the world yeah. is not above around you. You're not. The world doesn't owe you anything. You know, so. You know, the, the world, and this is according to mindbodygreen.com, the world of the narcissist is all about good and bad, superior, inferior, right and wrong. There is huh. a definite hierarchy with the narcissist at the top, which is the only place they feel safe. Narcissists have to be the best, the most right, the most competent, do, do everything their way own everything and control everyone. Interesting enough, narcissists can also get that superior feeling by being the worst, the most wrong, or the most ill upset or injured. So mem so once so with that stated, they can either be, oh I'm the best, I'm the greatest, or they can be super depressed, like I have the worst life and this is me, and right. woe is that, and your problems aren't like my problems because my problems are bigger than your problems. You know, then they feel entitled to receive the soothing concern that they need. And um you know they they just Need you to be there for them, Mm. but they have forgotten how to be there for you.
5: Mm. Absolutely, such a good point! All right, here we go. Yeah, the energy vampire like this, like these people. And like, I had an ex that was a narcissist, I had a friend that was a narcissist, my brother's a narcissist. So, in reality, I was I didn't even know what a narcissist was, so I was chilling with these people and I I would feel dreamed like, really dreamed. And I not know why, but now I know years later, like when it's like, you know, when they did damage themselves more than they did damage to me or anybody else. They, that's that's the part that they, they really don't get. I think that's what's wrong with me. Like it's the energy that I get from this dude. Like, I don't know what the hell is wrong with this dude. I don't, I, bro, I do not care about this dude. Or his family, who, whoever's not con- keeping him out of control, like I don't, I don't know what's going on. And like and when karma hits him, like he acts like a vic- like he acts like the the victim victimizer, the innocent victimizer. That's what he called it.
0: Hmm. And you know, it's interesting. Also, when it comes to like narcissists depleting your energy, this sounds really bad. But subconsciously, I think they don't want you to take care of yourself. They want to be in control of you because that gives them a a kind of a purpose or more confidence in their life. Um, It's, you know, that's why the best way to kind of disarm them is showing that you can be happy without them. That will make them mad. But then again, they will try to take that against you and say, well, you don't care about me. But then you just need to say stuff like, there's really good phrases to disarm them, like, well, I'm sorry you feel about that way. And you just walk away. You don't have to engage. And that's another really good way to just disarm them. Don't engage.
2: Mm. All right. So another, like, and we've kind of already touched upon this, but another, um, another sign that you are interacting and in dealing with a narcissist is that they have this humongous need for attention and validation. OK, um, once again, from mindbodygreen.com, another core narcissistic trait is the constant need for attention, even just by following you around the house, asking you to find things or constantly saying something to grab your attention. Validation for a narcissist counts only if it comes from others. Even then, it doesn't count for much. A narcissistic's need for validation is like a funnel. You pour in positive, supportive words, and they just flow out of one ear or one end, and they are gone. No yeah. matter how much you tell a narcissist you love them, admire them, or approve of them, they'll never feel it enough. Because deep down, in, deep down, they don't believe anyone can love them. And this is definitely probably more onto the vulnerable uh, narcissist, okay, because... The um, what was our our other one?
10: Um,
0: oh, there was so many. Like
2: no, our grandiose
0: Oh, our grandiose Sorry, they, sorry.
2: They know everybody loves them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They are they are the greatest things since sliced bread. <laughs> yeah, they're god. <laughs> okay. Everyone
0: answers to them. Yeah.
2: Yes, you know, and and despite all of their self-absorbed. Um, we're talking about the grandiose bragging narcissists are actually very insecure and fearful of not measuring up they constantly try to elicit praise and approval from others to shore up their fragile evils but no matter how much they're given they always want more
0: yes it's never enough absolutely it It
2: isn't and with that stated you know i know we are doing a good job at really you know, dissecting what it means to be a narcissistic, you know, we're talking about people that we've dealt with, but if we can be honest, if we look truly in the mirror, was there a season? Is there a time? Or right now, could we be considered that narcissistic person? Mm. You know, are any of these traits, do they embody something that is of us? You know, and if you don't Mm. fall completely under the the umbrella of being a narcissist you know in the spirit of moving forward and bettering ourselves if any of our characteristics come in line with any of these narcissistics i would like to just challenge us and i'm not saying you i'm telling all of us uh, to really be mindful of our words and our actions and uh just the way that we interact with individuals because we yeah. want, or hopefully we would want, to strive to be individuals that are life-giving, that speak words of affirmation and praise and lovingness over not only ourselves, but to the, everybody that we interact with and we meet. Because this world is already hard. We don't want to make it harder.
0: Mm, absolutely. Well said.
11: All right, Ian, here we go. Um, I used to have a boss who's narcissist. And I think he's pretty extreme, but he's also very good at hiding it. He's very smart. And he's that kind of person who can sell you anything that he wants to sell you. Um and he's my direct direct boss and we're actually still kind of friends now. Um, but he's clearly narcissist, he has some issues. Um, but he would never want to admit that, and sometimes he would admit it just to manipulate you, if you know what I mean. So you'll feel like, oh, yeah, he actually listened to me, but in at the end of the day, he doesn't, and you can actually see that Like not long after that kind of conversation. So, yeah, again, I pretty much agree with the thing you said. If you want to deal with
2: oh. she going to keep cut. going on the next one? Uh, no, she doesn't okay. have any more right
11: now. Alright, let's... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yes, she does. Yeah, sorry. I think it was a bit too long, um so it cut off. So, like, just don't deal with them. And if you don't have to deal with them in your life, uh, just avoid it. I've also dated some narcissists, and that uh, was uh, not a really great experience, and I but like on the upside, I can spot them pretty easily right now, you know, practice makes perfect. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, you know, as I was hearing that, I'm like, you know, when I, I'm, ha- I'm having a hard time, I'm, I'm even struggling uh, from abuse from a narcissist. Give yourself the permission to talk to someone about it, you know, in confidentiality. Like, it's not a bad thing to go to counselors and to say, hey. You know, this is what's bothering me and this, how can I deal with it? To get help is, is a very good thing. Um, it's, and it's also really good to recognize that those people who are very narcissistic, they just need help, but they might not respond to you well when you say you need help. Most likely not. So just, but just recognizing that they need help, um, might help you to just kind of have some grace uh, towards them, you know,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. you know, (laughs) according to, (laughs) according to healthline.com. It it says that you might be tempted to keep the peace by accepting Mm. blame, Mm. but you don't have to belittle yourself to salvage their ego.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I know. I get it. It's not your responsibility. Yeah. All right.
7: Uh, mother and air America. Uh, (laughs) Minya, I'm so sorry, I probably slotted your name. I disagree. Um, a narcissist is a narcissist. I don't care if it's your mother.
4: If it's your (laughs) boss,
7: get another job. You know, or work for yourself. Um, I mean, every boss I've ever had was a narcissist. Um, but I didn't stay there. I ended up, you know, making my own company and working for myself for ten years before my body gave out. But mm. there is absolutely no reason to ever stay around a narcissist ever. In my opinion, it is detrimental to one's self esteem, self worth, and mental health.
2: I mean she's yeah.
1: not wrong.
0: She's not wrong. If if you can't be around a narcissist without letting them affect your health. Mm-hmm. You should definitely walk out. But if you can find ways to cope with it in a in a yeah. good way and not let them affect you, then you can mm-hmm. stay at a place if you like other people around you that you work with, and it's just the boss. Like mm-hmm. it, to each their own, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that, and I agree with her. Like, if yeah. you can distance yourself or walk away from that relationship, you can. But I have to be realistic. In my opinion, I don't think you can escape every single narcissist person especially yeah. if they're like like i said the boss thing you can't she's right you can leave but some people just some people they they it's not realistic for them just to leave immediately you know what i mean like they just started yeah. a job they don't want a job hop maybe they have great benefits i don't know whatever but the job thing for the most part you can leave but sometimes you know it's hard to necessarily leave family members especially if you're underage if you're and now mind you everybody on this app should be 18 and older but what if you're that 18 year old at home and you're still living at home and you still on a daily basis need to um deal with a narcissistic uh brother or sister family member a parent like you may not necessarily always be able to like do say deuces and and leave that situation so that's why we're like okay if we unfortunately have to deal with the narcissist. How do we navigate that? And on the flip side, um, what if we are the narcissistic person? We are blessed to have 17 people in this room. I guarantee yeah. you, one of us, if not all of us, at either one time or another, may have either may have been a narcissist. Like let's just be yeah. honest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and and I really want to take the other side of this, this um this stereo life and be like, hey, this is how we deal with narcissists. But if we see that we have narcissistic traits, uh, let's do something about it. You know what I mean? Let's better ourselves if that's a desire that you may have.
0: I love it. I know we have not plus messages. Thank you guys so much for waiting and we're sorry. Um, and at the same time, we're thankful for all the comments. But I really just want to quickly say, yeah, like how can we notice when we're not being narcissistic? For me, if I uh, if I hold a grudge... For me, that's the biggest one of the biggest indicators um, for me to be narcissistic. Because if I hold a grudge against someone, there's going to be a chance that I'm going to hold a grudge towards another person too. If I can't let things go, I might have to reassess my narcissism first before I point it towards other people.
1: Mm. And it's hard. hard,
0: You need you need humility for that. And um, no one said it's going to be easy. You know,
2: Mm
1: -mm. but it's. Mm
2: It's not going to be easy. Um, And you said it earlier, you know, the first thing you do after you realize that the individual that you're dealing with is indeed a narcissist, you know, you need to, and you said this earlier, you need to see them for who they really are. You need to, you need to, to accept that. OK, you're not most likely you're not going to change that person, but you need to accept that and you need to move around them accordingly. If you see them and, you know, um, they are being manipulative, they're constantly lying, they're um, blatantly disrespecting others, know that they will come after you, too. OK, so yeah. if this is someone that you're working with or even a family member. You don't got to be super close with them. Always be respectful, yeah. but you ain't got to be their best friends. Because most likely it will burn you in the end. <laughs> okay?
1: Yeah.
0: If you can't accept them, I mean, if you, can't, if you can't change them, you can change your own perspective. You know, you can change your own perspective. And that's sometimes all we can do. And I'm going to go take a water break so you can maybe go through some of these messages so we can get touched. Uh, all
2: right. Here we go.
6: I mean, just see the title, How to Deal with the Narcissist, I've just joined, so I haven't heard too much of the debate. But the best way for me personally to deal with a narcissist is not to be in their damn lives. Mm. Um, and you might think, oh, what about the narcissist? But you know, what, well, all right, let them do them. For me personally, I don't want anybody with narcissistic traits. I say traits, everyone's probably got slight narcissistic traits on them a full-blown narcissist no i don't want that in my life that's soul destroying i don't want to i'm not going to deal with that you got to look after number one at the end of the day because no one's going to look after you except for you so yeah just get that that fucker out of your life
2: (laughs) that seems to be the common the common advice and it's not wrong yeah i I agree with you completely okay so another thing um you know let me just play this message. let me just keep going
5: like, for example, my brother, he wants to see me, like, whenever he wants he wants me to see him. And I don't know, he gets sad because I don't want to see him because I don't like getting pissed off because I have head trauma and I, I really don't play, like, no bullshit. Like, I just like, you know, my peace and my quiet, like, just like, just like a, a tiger in a in jungle, just like, yeah, just like that, but... I really don't like bullshit, honestly, because I'm the type. If I got the upper hand, bro, I'm I'm gonna take full advantage of that.
1: Yeah,
9: very interesting topic. Um, kind of reminded me of the show I listened to yesterday. Um, in regards to constructive criticism, and one of the comments brought out: Is it possible for A narcissist to give a constructive criticism or is it technically an insult Um, it just boggles my mind because as a narcissist you don't you don't really have empathy for the other person you're giving quote-unquote constructive criticism to so is it is it technically a constructive criticism or is it just his opinion his or her opinion Um, or in other words an insult I don't
1: know
0: if
2: that made sense <laughs> no it. that's did a good sense. question it did yeah. it did um thinking about it because like, I like to tell you just off of my experience I think a narcissistic person I think they can give constructive criticism if they're in a joyful mood <laughs> but um <laughs> I, don't, I don't know because I, I don't know I feel like there's probably degrees of someone being narcissistic. Cause so so I'm thinking back to my friend or old ex friend. Um, she used to give some pretty decent advice when she was caring. Cause I don't think, I don't think it's cut and dry. I don't think a person is going to be so completely narcissistic that they never can have empathy. I think they yeah. just generally don't have empathy or that's just not their main focus. So there were times where she did have empathy here and there. They were far and few in between but, you know, from time to time, she could. So I think possibly they could. Um, yeah. But before... Wait, well, go ahead and say what you're going
0: No, I was, I, I was just saying, like, it, it doesn't mean we should never take anything they say with a grain of salt. If, if, at the end of the day, you know where they were right, then, sure, challenge yourself with that, you know? Um, if a narcissist says something like, you're always so negative then maybe that narcissist points out a little bit of narcissism in you and and verbalize it. And, <laughs> yeah, sure. Maybe I can be more positive. But if it attacks me as a person and, and he uses phrases like, you always do this and you mm-hmm. never do this. Be careful because, like Amina mentioned before, they have a very black and white thinking. It's not helpful when it's black and white. So that's one of the ways I can really see What's constructive criticism or what's just a um, projection, let's just say.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, our next person up is the Timekeeper. Um, Timekeeper was awesome enough to subscribe to me. So with that stated, when you subscribe to somebody on this app, you get some amazing perks. You get to have priority messaging. So whenever we see your message come up, you're the next up online, as well as you get a super fan badge. It's this cute little purple badge that says fan. As well as you get access to um our fan only shows. Okay. So there's some cool things, and I know down the line stereo is just gonna increase those perks. All right, thanks again for being a fan timekeeper. You're up next.
10: Hey, wait, wait, we're we talking about narcissistic people and personalities. Hmm. Yep. Hmm. I've known quite a few narcissistic people in my lifetime too. The best way to deal with them is just to uh, to allow them to believe in their dream. Because obviously they're being a little delusional. And their narcissistic personality, where it's completely all about them and they're number one. You just got to tell them, who hurt you, narcissistic person? <laughs> who hurt you? Come here. Let me give you a hug. It's okay. It's okay. You are important.
0: <laughs> yeah. Again, if you see it with sarcasm, they'll attack you right back. But if you you could get to them if you actually really mean it. <laughs> Who hurt you? Like those little simple phrases like you good, bro? And it shows that you're not getting attached to to it. Mm-hmm. I love it.
2: So this next person is someone that's near and dear to German guy and me. Uh this is here Haven. And she's amazing and always has great wisdom. So we'd love to hear what she has to say.
9: I agree with what Shameful said. I think he said some of us have narcissistic traits. I also think that the word narcissism and narcissistic traits are way overused for people that are just selfish. I think there are a lot of individuals that are deemed a narcissist um, when really I think it's just a society-based word that we've created to talk about selfish people that don't consider others. And... There are some individuals with narcissistic personality disorder, but it's such a low, 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 low percentage. Mm -hmm. But Mm. there's just an ongoing reality is that selfish acts affect people. And I agree with shameful. The best way is to just not be in their life. Stop falling in love with the potential and move on. Mm.
0: Don't fall in love with their potential. I like that.
9: Don't fall in
2: love with their potential.
0: So good. Thank you, Healer Haven. You're awesome.
2: And I, but let's not overpass what she said. You know, a lot of times people will, will categorize an individual who is selfish in great abundance mm-hmm. and label them quickly a narcissist when they're really yeah. just selfish and rude sometimes. And I love how she brought that up because that needed to be said in what we're talking about. Because, and she even said that, you know, it's a low, low amount of people who are genuinely, genuinely narcissistic. And I kind of said that earlier, how, you know, although I would definitely say this person, well, mind you, I can't, I'm not a therapist, so I can't, you know, state that that person was a narcissist. That person tend to have narcissistic traits a lot. There were times where that person was able to effectively show empathy. They, it wasn't mm-hmm. all the time but there were times that they could and so maybe that person may not necessarily be completely a narcissistic person or be able to get that that coin that term coined to them but they definitely were extremely selfish okay so
0: yeah it's interesting well, that she said it's a low percentage that actually have a full-blown narcissistic disorder right um, but it's still good to To realize negative people not even narcissistic people and just it helps me to just kind of point out negative people too and how to just protect myself but uh, Healer Haven she's a therapist and when we talk she doesn't always say she sometimes says well this is just me talking not the therapist in me but I think she's super smart and super grateful um, for, for that I do a show with her like once a week so it's That's some good stuff to bring to the table.
2: Absolutely. So definitely follow her if you haven't already. Okay, y'all, we think you are amazing. And we thank you for your interaction with this live. The next one, two, three, four, five are you. Here we go.
5: I know I'm, I'm defending myself, but, you know, like, I'm living with, like, I don't know if it's his family, but I don't know. They're defending this dude. Like, this dude deserves karma, like, real bad. And then they're defending this dude. I don't know why. I don't know why. But, yeah, like, it's, it's, that's not cool, bro. Like, you can't get in between something you don't know.
0: Like, a in narcissist will often use uh, re- emotions and relationships to turn against you. They'll go to, they can go to your best friends and tell them all the bad stuff about you just to feel like they have an upper hand. So
1: um very
2: manipulative,
0: yeah. That part is very, very sad.
2: Yeah,
5: yeah. Yeah. I know I'm I'm defending myself, but you know, like I'm living with like Oh, I think we played. I don't know if look, look check this out. This dude is such a loser, right? He will start problems, right? And then he will lie about it, first off, and then the karma will start going into their friends, their family. And uh let me see, what else? Uh Yeah, like, it's stupid. Like, he would start bullshit, right, on purpose. And then it's like now, now like, they have to save him. But in reality, if you save him, you're doing more damage. So I really don't understand. Like, I I don't understand. Like, I don't feel bad for the guy because he chose that. I, I really don't feel bad
2: all right, all right. Mm-hmm. okay we're gonna to go to shameful
6: with my comment on walking away from a narcissistic person that is the thing and you might say well i can't do that just is is the relationship that you're having serving you with this person that you think is a narcissist is it, the fact that you're actually thinking about them as being a negative impact on your life is a major factor because people who are negative in your life, they can really affect your thinking in a real measurable psychological way. They've done studies about it, which are free to look up. But so th- th- having this negative person in your life is, is demoralizing to you. It increases cortisol levels in your system. And cortisol absolutely wrecks your immune system. And uh-huh. like, And there's so much, there's like a cascade of, other events because you're not getting rid of these narcissistic people. Get rid of them. Just just do it and you'll be so much better. Fuck them.
0: I mean, Amina, you said something earlier about um, how they can really impact your brain, the way you think and your mental health in a really negative way. That part is really true.
2: Absolutely. You know, and they become triggers. The, The person who, that I deemed was narcissistic or at least had narcissistic traits was extremely detrimental to my mental health. Mm
1: -hmm. And
2: I had to start my morning off. Or no, I chose. I didn't have to. I chose for a period of time to entertain this individual's um attention in the morning when I truly didn't want to, out of feeling obligated to. Mm -hmm. And I think if there's anything out there that I would really like to implement within this conversation is to let people know you don't have to. You don't have to be that person's friend you don't have to take that mental abuse from anybody and it had gotten to a point where i had become sick and tired of being sick and tired of the way that this individual interacted with me that it was finally time to let them go and i have not looked back since i don't even miss that person and this was a person that i've had a quote unquote friendship with for over 11 years so
1: wow good for you
2: yeah life was a lot easier once mm-hmm. that person no longer had that negative, consistent effect upon me. Yep. All right. Absolutely. Let's go, let's go to Brynn.
9: I think that's true about having someone, I don't know, narcissistic in your life that you get used to. And then they're good at putting the guilt on you in some way. Or maybe you play the guilt on yourself because you've been with this narcissist for a while. But, uh, yeah, it's true. You have to really think about your own self-care and mental health when it comes to that. And breaking away, I don't know, it depends on how many years you're with somebody or how it affects or how your esteem was going into the relationship. Whether it's a friendship, a relationship, or anything, you know, that's weird. People try to control, but if you're not paying attention, you get lost in it. Oh, yeah, I know about that.
1: Hmm. All right. Mother,
9: F in America, I
2: love you. Ha <laughs> ha! Hey. <laughs> All right. All right. We're going back to shameful.
6: Sorry. Um. I was at the point where you said, "Oh, how do you deal with a narcissistic person if they're your spouse, your partner, and you've got children?" Well, again, you have to leave. That nothing's going to change. They're a narcissist, so unless you <laughs> leave them, nothing's going to change, and maybe things are going to be difficult for a while. But if you yeah. don't, at the end of the day, what's the, the, the saying? If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. Nothing's going to change unless you leave the narcissistic person and get them out of your damn life. Nothing's going to change. You can't read like the Terminator it can't be reasoning with. It can't be bargained with. Don't waste your time trying to deal with it. Get it the fuck out of your life. And I know that's harder. That's easier said than done. Yeah, but. This is a condition, this is a proper condition to a psychological condition. You can't just get rid of it. Hmm.
0: Interesting. So, yeah, All stop right. trying to change people who don't want to be changed or can't be changed. Because mm-hmm. they have a problem for every solution.
1: <laughs>
2: okay, we're going back to Britain. <laughs>
9: And also, which is probably why I'm single, but not now anymore, because I try not to be as rude. <laughs> but um, it's like narcissists seek out people like that, that um, the low esteem or um, easily or the gullible, I think, or, you know, I mean, they just kind of like fill out their victim or something like that. If, And if before you're even in a relationship, like uh, Mother F and Mother America said, don't even go there. So, yeah.
0: Yeah.
9: Mm -hmm. I'm listening.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Check mark.
2: Check. Mm -mm -mm. Okay, back to, we're going to Anthony.
12: I'm a psych student. Um, To answer the question from the earlier uh, recording voice memo. Usually narcissism comes from having a narcissistic parent. So someone who has a really hard time dealing with imperfection, someone who's very, very critical as a parent, someone who's very domineering as a parent and doesn't support um, empathy or vulnerability in the household. These are typically the people that will end up being narcissists. Um, And it's really sad because like, it is, it is an illness. It is a mental health disorder. Uh, and it's one that evades treatment uh, for the most part because narcissists have a really, really hard time accepting that there's something wrong with them to the mm. extent that even like a suicidal narcissist is literally incapable of killing themselves. Mm.
0: That's a good point. And it is sad that, you know, a lot of people... They were brought up that way. That's that's what all they know. And they will try to stay tru- true to that, or true to what they know. Um, we had this, I think we had this talk earlier, can a narcissistic person change? You know, I'd like to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they can. But if it's a tr- can a true narcissistic change? I don't know. It's very hard. But at the end of the day, even a narcissistic person... Has to have the the ownership is kind of on them to to heal, no matter how long it takes. The responsibility is on them. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. they might have to keep pushing things on other people, which is okay, but if they work on it at least, I can accept that. I can accept a person who's working with themselves and realizes Mm -hmm. that they have a problem.
2: Right. Well, I mean, you said it right there working on themselves and the situation and or the issue. Yeah. Uh, According to pairlife.com, contrary to popular belief, narcissists can change. They cannot change or heal their narcissism, but they can and do change their behavior. The problem Mm -hmm. has never been that a narcissistic cannot change. The problem is that a narcissistic is generally unwilling to change. So, Mm -hmm. you know, anybody you know, within reason, is able to adjust, adapt, and to revise uh, certain certain behaviors that they are producing. You know, even if you know, um, you know, even if say <laughs> even if they don't want to, but they can. The the thing is, you can if you're willing yeah. to, and you can if you have the discipline and the need, you can. Now, no, it's just, real- do you want to? <laughs>
0: yeah let's be honest if i just look at my negative traits cuz we all have those traits that we are not too fond of mm-hmm. um, if if i'm a person who holds a grudge or thinks negatively easier easily like me being aware of that and trying my best even though i i know that i might fail in strong air that mm-hmm. that is good you know that's that's being responsible so yeah that's a good point we need to yeah. give them the same uh, opportunities to heal and give them the benefit of
10: the doubt.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We're going to go back to Timekeeper.
10: You know, German guy, totally wouldn't agree with you on that one. But I think that in, in order for them to really say they want to change or to be better than what they were, a couple of things, they got to realize that, you know, they have a problem. There is an issue. And then the other thing is they also got to be consciously willing and want, wanting to change. Sometimes people that are narcissistic are just comfortable with their personalities being the way they are. And they really yep. would doubt the ability to change. And want to be something different because they realize that the way they are is, to their view of their world, is perfectly fine. Yeah. And in their view of the world, they are number one.
2: Mm-hmm.
10: Everybody wants to be number one. Nobody likes being number two.
2: No, they don't, timekeeper. No, they don't. No. And I I mean I agree with him completely. He yeah. just kind of reiterate what we just were talking about. Yep. all right y'all it's up to you? Do you want to say anything? I'm sorry. I'm trying no, to read his eh,
1: messages. <laughs> eh,
0: no, no, yeah, I, I I see that. No, I wanted to No, I think that was just yeah, a good um Yeah, he said everything we we were saying. I agree. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> okay, so I'm going to put you guys on if you guys don't know about this person on YouTube. So if you go to YouTube, you can type in Lisa A. Romano Life Coach, something like that. I'm pretty sure if you type in Lisa A. Romano, she will, t- she will pop up. She talks about narcissistic behavior. I saw a couple videos and it helped me out a lot.
2: Nice. All right, all right. right? Absolutely.
1: I'll
10: definitely check her out, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Mm, how do you deal with being a narcissist? Obviously, I've been through a lot of trauma and shit. I'm not going to go too deep mm. into that, but basically, you give you a bit. I spent six years in prison. When I was there, I spent 23 hours every day on my own. So obviously, I'm used to being on my own. I spent six years of 23 hours on my own every day. So, actually, trying not to balance, and I actually found that I have quite narcissistic. So, how do you deal with being narcissist? Well,
0: let me just say, you're probably the kindest narcissist, If you consider yourself to be a narcissist, you're like the kindest, down-to-earth narcissist I've ever met.
1: <laughs> um,
0: let me just say that. Yeah, thank you for being here, bro. Like, it's trial and error. You know, be kind of, be kind to yourself. Knowing that there are some things that you want to work on and knowing that everyone has their junk. Everyone has their junk that they need to work on. So don't be don't beat yourself up. Um, it, it sounds like you're a guy who's, you know, very aware of things and I really admire that about you. Thank you for being here.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Alright, we to keep going.
12: I feel like the ways the some people are talking about narcissism in this chat is sort of making it seem like everything a narcissist is doing is super intentional but the Mm -hmm. fact of the matter is most narcissists are actually just doing things on autopilot like yes the outcome of of getting people relying on you and stuff is very much the case like that does happen but it's not like a narcissist is necessarily like actively planning that out it's usually just something that happens very automatically there's also two different types of narcissists there's a grandiose narcissist and vulnerable narcissists yeah. <laughs> um, grandiose about? narcissists have absolutely like no ability to be emotionally vulnerable whereas um, uh vulnerable narcissists when they're alone they are a wreck like they have no ability to be confident
2: yeah Definitely. And we were definitely talking about the difference yeah. earlier in the podcast. And, you know, and I think it's very important that you're able to de de-infer- state between the two. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I just agree. Yep.
2: Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think we were talking about, you know, we had a gentleman ask, you know, how do you know if someone is a narcissist? And, Something that really kind of stood out for me was when when I was doing the research is saying that sometimes narcissistic individual um, they have to have like a high need for everything to be perfect, you know, um, they, that life should pan out the way that they planned it to be or that they think it should be. Um, uh, it's just it's just like wow. Um, according to Mind Body Green. Uh, you can spot a narcissist through their extreme high level high need for everything to be perfect. They believe they should be that they should be perfect, and you should be perfect. Okay. Events should happen exactly as expected, and life should play out precisely as they envisioned it. This is an excruciatingly impossible demand, which results in the narcissistic feeling dissatisfied and miserable much of the time. The demand for perfection leads narcissists to complain and constantly be dissatisfying.
0: Wow, that's deep. You know, it it makes me look at my own um, perfectionism. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah, Yeah, let's be honest. I I'm working like I'm also kind of a recovering perfectionist, and I've learned that hey, nothing. Has to go your way, you know. You don't have to control every outcome of every situation, it just shows insecurity.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. And you know what? You don't have just and like I said, just because you may mirror some of these traits doesn't necessarily mean that you are a narcissistic individual, okay? Um, so with that stated, you know, just let's just roll with it. All right. And as well as another huge trait of a narcissistic individual is that they have a great need for control. Okay, mm. they have a great need for control. They want and demand to be in control. Remember, they often feel entitled. Um, yeah. So, definitely watch out for that sim- that that characteristic. All right. Let's keep
9: going. Unless you have anything else to add.
0: No, I want to get to these messages as well. <laughs>
1: okay.
9: I've only just joined so I'm sure this has been said but honestly the best way to deal with a narcissist obviously as long as you're safe to like if it's your partner it's probably not safe but just ignore the fuck out of them just respond very direct and honest without any emotion they fucking hate that shit
0: (laughs) (laughs) shit that's a good point like they will often have some kind of agenda behind what they're saying they're very cryptic uh, and they don't like when you're being straightforward because it really exposes them. Um, it's That's a wonderful comment there. Yeah. Thank you.
2: But she's right, though. Because you, yeah. you brought up Healthline.com. And that's the number two thing that they suggest when dealing with a narcissist is to break the spell and stop focusing on them. Okay? When there's a narcissistic personality in your orbit, attention seems to gravitate their way. That's by design. Uh, whether it's negative or positive attention, those with narcissistic personalities work hard to keep themselves in the spotlight. You might soon find yourself being in this tactic, pushing aside your own needs to keep them satisfying. Okay, so if you're waiting for any, oh yeah, yeah. So if you must deal, if you must deal with a narcissistic personality, don't allow them to infiltrate your sense. Or self or define your world remember you matter too. regularly yeah. remind yourself of your strengths desires and goals okay and take charge and carve out some me time take care of yourself first and remember that it's not your job to fix them okay so sometimes you just got I feel like she's right sometimes you have to ignore that attention you know and you said it right or she said it she was like you know if you have to deal with them deal with them be honest keep pushing
0: yeah Yeah, it takes their power away when you're happy with who you are. And and sometimes it sounds rough, but it's okay to uh, take that power away from them because that energy has to go somewhere, right? But you can just be simple. We say, hey, say things like, when they say, why this and that? And then you can just say things like, why do you care? You know, Mm -hmm. turn it right back around to them and say, well, you know, they will try to make you feel bad about you. So sometimes it sounds bad, but sometimes turn around and say, "Hey, how do you, how would you feel about this?" Just be very direct, and yeah. Um, yeah, they don't really know how to deal with that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So the topic of our show today is how to deal with the narcissists. Okay, so one we stated already, you ha- see them for who they are. Know, you know, recognize them. Um, know the traits that narcissists embody okay we had heather haven came in here and she said that it's actually a very small percentage of the population that is a true clinically defined narcissist right now i'm putting those words out there and when i was researching it it said literally like one percent of the population is is a narcissistic individual so with that stated we also have to operate under this um topic with the fact that you know like he like healer haven stated often we are so quick to label somebody narcissist who they may yeah. not necessarily be 100% narcissistic they just might be very very selfish so with that with that stated um, at the end of the day we're kind of going to be treating them kind of the same way like if you got a very selfish person a very inconsiderate non-empathetic person in your life then there are ways to ha- to navigate that you know, most of our listeners said, hey, just back away. Just just separate yourself. You don't need that negativity in your life. And you don't. And I would agree. Would you agree?
0: Absolutely. And you yeah. talk about, like, seeing them for who they are. And we talked about, like, breaking the spell. I yeah. love that. Because breaking the spell, it is like a spell. And, like, to stop focusing on them, you can break that spell. And another way to uh, deal with the narcissistic person It is to speak up for yourself. That's according to healthline.com. You know, doesn't matter how they're going to respond, but you just speak up for yourself to just kind of say, hey, I'm not going to tolerate this right now. I'm going to, you know, protect myself here. So, uh, according to also healthline.com, some people with narcissistic personalities enjoy making others squirm. (laughs) In that case, try not to get visibly uh, flustered or show annoyance as that will only urge them to continue.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah, sometimes they'll hit those jabs because they enjoy, you know, seeing someone uh, upset. But with that stated, and and if you're not dealing with a person who is maybe that cruel, but they are, you know, very selfish, you know, ignoring them, walking away. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it goes on to say, pick your battle, you know, and and, be honest, you know, depending on the nature of your relationship, that can either be easy or that can be hard. You know, I can Mm -hmm. walk away from a random friend super easy, but sometimes I may not be able to just walk away from my mom, especially if you're living with your mom, you got to interact somewhere or another. So you have to find the best way, the most respectful way to navigate that and one way to navigate that is to set clear and precise boundaries mm-hmm. which I love how people say oh make sure you just set boundaries like it's super easy within that self like no <laughs>
0: they're not easy
2: it's Absolutely not easy not. to set boundaries and and have enough confidence and self-love to maintain them and uphold them and demand that they be acknowledged that's a lot
1: yeah
0: uh, how do you feel about when it comes to setting boundaries when when a narcissist it doesn't meet those boundaries is it okay to set consequences how would they deal with that
2: I mean you have to if someone yes. does not love you enough respect you enough consider you high and highly enough to attempt because no one's perfect but to attempt to uphold and maintain your boundaries, because really your boundaries are your needs, okay? This is what I need to happen in order for our relationship to truly, you know, succeed or be beneficial. Um, There's definitely consequences. You know, if you can, then you pull back from that person. You know, they're not as active in your life as they probably would have been in the past. Sometimes you're cutting that person out of your life. You know, so I guess it just depends on the degree in which they are not honoring your your boundaries.
0: Absolutely, it's so important for us to to make them because there's a good chance that they don't know how to have personal boundaries. There's a chance mm-hmm. that they let people walk over them sometimes, especially when it's a vulnerable narcissist. Um, they they might not even see that you have a personal space. They might not even recognize yes. what's what's passing that personal space and what's what's not.
2: Yeah. Because narcissistic individuals, they often, from my experience, they, they cross a lot of boundaries. And you just said personal space. My narcissistic friend, who I am deeming narcissistic, so, you know, whatever. Um, she was always going through my stuff. She would come yeah. in my house and go straight to my kitchen. I'd go straight to the refrigerator. To the refrigerator. And when I say my house, I was younger. I was living with my my grandpa. That was in my refrigerator. My oh, like could... grandfather's <laughs> refrigerator. Like you're just gonna come in and go to someone else's refrigerator and start mm. looking for food. Like, what yeah. are you doing? It got so bad that when I knew my friend was coming over, I would make a plate and have it sitting on the counter just so that this person would not go into my grandfather's refrigerator as if this person lived there. What are you doing? What you know that?
0: what? That, it, the funny thing is, I could be wrong here, but the funny thing is that person could probably even see the, the plate on the table and see it as, like, wow, they must really look up to me. It's it's again the self self absorbed feeling that's kind of a circular reasoning. Oh
2: wait, yeah, no, that uh, friend felt very loved. That friend was like, oh, you love me, thank you, you girl, you knew I was gonna be hungry. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I know, I know, but. The problem that it was just the fact that this person did not see anything wrong with crossing a boundary because you don't, you know, unless you're family. And even then, you know, like when I would go to like when I go to my aunties and uncles houses, I still go, hey, can I, you know, can I get something out of fridge or something like that? You still ask permission. This yeah. person didn't feel like they needed to, that they were entitled. Once again, that entitlement that they were entitled yeah. to just walk up in there all willy nilly and help themselves. And that's that's just not good etiquette, in my opinion. Yeah, so I absolutely you, agree. Yeah. Right. So with, with dealing with narcissists slash selfish individuals, you have to have abundantly clear boundaries. And yeah. you need to have enough self-love to know that those boundaries are okay. That there's nothing wrong with having boundaries. And have confidence and, and make sure that, hey, 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 we've already talked about this. I already told you how I felt about this. You know, it negatively affects me when this and this and this occurs. And if a person can't respect those boundaries, that's not a person that needs to be near and dear and close in your life, in my opinion.
0: Absolutely. And real quick before we get to this messages, when we set those boundaries, don't be surprised if they push back.
1: Yeah. They might push back.
0: They might come up with their own ideas um, and see as a controlling or demanding thing. They might turn it back right back at you and demand things from you because they feel attacked. So kind of expect that pushback and don't be hard on yourself when they do. Just kind of stand your ground. Take a step backward if you need to. um, Because they'll hopefully start to take you seriously. Hopefully. That's the key word there.
2: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, And the pushback... That's so hard. I mean, it's easy to say, expect it, you know, know that it possibly can come. But that pushback is where my triggers came. Because I knew that if I stood up to this person, that they always were going to have something to say. And not only did they have something to say, it was going to be very cruel, very uh, degrading, you know. And then often would villainize me. Their words would villainize me. And, 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 I, and I and as a person who was trying to quote unquote maintain that friendship, often I, I end up often having to take that L. you know, oftentimes I would be silent or I would just accept the blame or I would just be like, okay, you know whatever. you know, I did not have enough self-confidence to to speak my mind and for that to be okay because I was so used to being, verbally um degraded when yeah. i would it, try to speak them up mm-hmm.
0: and that's that's interesting because like the reason why i think we feel that way around narcissists is because they feel that way about themselves they think they are better and then part of us just feels like inferior and that's very uncomfortable and they they like that and it's ah
1: lord yeah. have mercy Okay, we're going to jump into shameful again.
6: Sorry, one more. With um, What do you do if you can't move away from the narcissist? So obviously, you, well, you've got to. Obviously, you've put together situations where if, like, your mum or dad's a narcissist or something, what do you do? Well, a great thing to realize is that they are a narcissist in the first place. And that is a mental health condition. That is an actual recognized condition. So just knowing that they're this, this person, and knowing that their points are crap, that they might make you feel like crap, but whilst, if you can just have the awareness that they're a narcissist, that's the, that's the first point, oh, this person's a narcissist. And if they're that person, then actually their thought process is probably not very good. I think it's just the awareness that that person's a narcissist is a good thing in the first place. Because fuck taking their opinion seriously, to be quite frank. Because they're narcissists. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Alright, timekeeper. Go ahead, no, go ahead.
12: Oh,
0: no, I just said you said it, it's it's easier said than done, right? It's it's one thing to talk about it and then it's another thing to put it into practice. When you actually face those triggers, it takes so much discipline to do the right thing. But no, like it, when we work on it, when we work on just, you know, responding, then we can always yeah. deal with our emotional triggers later. And that's something I'm working on, not to just react right there, right now. And that's, it's, it is easier said than done, but it, it takes work to deal with a narcissist. You
2: know? It does. And, you know, and once again, th- what I've learned over my years in life and dealing with, the, you know, different individuals is if you have to, if you have to um, set a boundary, stand your ground. Because the moment that you've put a boundary down and, and that means you're telling this person how you need to be treated, how you expect to be treated, if you go back on that or if you allow that person to continue to treat you in the way and not stand up for yourself and stay firm, they are not gonna take you seriously either in the present or in the future,
1: Yeah.
2: you know, so if you make a boundary and I always tell people, you know, truly believe in that, believe that you are worthy, believe that you have the right to be respected in the way that you deem fitting. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Timekeeper.
10: And with sometimes with narcissistic people, one big factor that comes into play is that, um, the route when people look at their lives or they look at certain events some people who are literally the you know wrong one or the bad one in the situation will totally spin the event to be that they are the victim and what you do is uh be the villain of their story especially if they're narcissistic it's very easy for them to take on the mantle of being a victim or playing the superhero of their own little story and everyone else that goes against them or their beliefs is the villain. Mm.
0: Yeah, right. again, very self-centered.
10: Yeah, absolutely,
2: and that's exactly how I felt. Hmm. All right, Anthony.
12: I feel like a lot of the time, um, what's happening is you're using the term uh, narcissist and sociopath sort of interchangeably. Like narcissists have empathy. Um, They don't even necessarily have a lack of empathy. Like, they have empathy. It's just that they don't care. Like, and there's a difference there. Like, one is an inability, and the other is an apathy, right? Like, there's a difference between apathy and lack of empathy uh, ability. Um, And then the other big difference there is like, you're talking about everyone's been a narcissist at one time or another. Like, yes, there's a sliding scale, but at the end of the day, when you're talking about, the stuff that you find online about narcissists—that's for people who have have like diagnosable narcissism, um, and very, very few people, like only about ten percent of the population, would ever even qualify for that. Um, probably even less. Hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah it's it's one percent, absolutely. One
0: percent. Wow, that's yeah. a very little. <laughs>
2: with that stated but he speaks truth and that's what healer haven had came into and added to this conversation because remember we're growing and learning together is that you know society individuals in society are so quick to label people who are quote-unquote selfish with the term narcissistic so that's why you've heard me kind of adapt and change as of going through in this live when i'm saying narcissistic slash selfish person because it is unfair to just categorize a person as being 100% narcissistic. But I love how Anthony brought up that, okay, yeah, they can be empathetic because like I told you earlier, my quote-unquote friend, ex-friend, had moments where they were empathetic, but the real definition is that they don't care. Right. <laughs> that they, they have the ability, but they just don't care. So with that stated, yeah, we are talking about a sliding scale of, of people who are quote-unquote narcissistic or extremely just selfish people. You know, so I think he wants to chime back in with that. Do you Sweet. want to say anything before I push a button?
0: No, no, that was
12: great. Okay. Uh, the 1% number is actually really controversial because that assumes that 100% of the narcissists that exist actually get diagnosed. So that is the number that's in the DSM. But when you look at the academic discussions around narcissism, The consensus is you can't actually determine the number of people that are actual narcissists. So the 10% number that I described um, would not be the people that have such a severe case that you find them in prisons and hospitals. That's the 1% number. Um, The 10% number assumes that a decent amount of the narcissists that exist um, are not diagnosed and are not known about
2: all right thank you for
9: adding that into there all right we're gonna go with smile more i find the best way to deal with a narcissist is to have sex with them because narcissists are really great in bed but then you have to leave them alone after like the 50th time of having sex yeah that's what i think (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay. Interesting. <laughs> hey, whatever works for you. All <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Let's keep going to Kendrick-worthy.
3: I kind of disagree, and um, when we speak about the feeling of uh of superiority within the narcissist, I I think that's a very, I think it's an inaccurate claim. You know, superiority, strength in itself. You know, those things that represent true dominance within nature, they. They don't have to force it. It's not something they have to make known. It's understood. It's recognized and it's respected. The narcissist feels the opposite. Usually what you're looking at is someone who feels like there is a, a lack of control, you know, an inferiority complex, and they constantly have to assert the opposite. In order to maintain that uh, maintain that space where they really don't have to confront or deal with that problem, and instead they use their relationships with people as a way not to interact with themselves.
1: Yeah,
0: like being a more dominant person doesn't necessarily mean that person loves to or thinks of other people of less, you know. But like you said, yeah, it's a narcissistic person can't deal with the fact that some people might be smarter than them, and it makes them feel really insecure because they like to be considered in all areas the best of the best.
2: Absolutely. All right. So with that stated, you know, we've had a lot of great wisdom that was shared today. Um, We thank you guys for chiming in, giving your testimonies, giving your um, anecdotes on how to deal with a narcissist slash selfish person okay because they may not necessarily be deemed a narcissist but they definitely have a lot of selfish traits that make them unbecoming um you know we're just trying to figure out like what do we do how do we deal with that kind of person i think the number one strategy was to leave (laughs) 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 to just exit that relationship you know and i and i think that you know that's something worth noting um but what else? What else would you say when dealing with a narcissist slash selfish person? You know, because we what yeah. do, let's let's review real quick, right? You right. know, acknowledge who they are. Don't give them a lot of attention. Definitely speak up for yourself. You know, have boundaries. Know that they may have a little pushback.
1: Yeah,
2: um, and then I love remembering that, you uh-huh. that
0: that that it's not your fault. They're not right. attacking you personally. Um, and when, when you do feel like you have a hard time with that person, you want to talk to someone to find a good support system, to find people you trust, you can talk about it. Um, and we talked about, I don't know, you probably, you know, you just mentioned boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. Now, keeping it simple with them and redirecting the conversation if you have to, um, not reacting. Because they want a reaction out of you, so those were the just some of the things we have talked about. Um, how to deal yeah. with a narcissistic person?
2: Absolutely, you know. Um, if there, if you are truly dealing with somebody who is truly narcissistic, then remember that you know there's two different types of a defined narcissist. You know, so that definitely will help you when you are trying to figure out how you're going to navigate that relationship with them. Um, definitely don't ignore if a person who may not necessarily be a narcissist but is, you know, extremely selfish and lacks empathy or just doesn't care about you or your situation but they demand that you care of theirs, um, acknowledge, in, in our opinion, or, you know, or, or acknowledge that you you feel a certain way. You know, oftentimes people don't want to start drama so they'll try to overlook things or they try to brush it off. But from from my experience, I can only brush off a fence for so long before right. it's going to bubble up. And I just not face spaz out, but I'm going to have a low attitude or I'm going to start right. breaking down, you know, mentally and physically. Um, that person now has become a trigger there. You know, as soon as I have to interact with that person, whether it be text message or phone call, I'm going to feel a certain way. I literally... Would start having a panic attack, and that is not okay. No relationship is worth having to go through, you know, those that those that feeling, right?
0: Yeah, and like we all need some mind rest, especially when you're a more introvert person. I mm-hmm. personally need a lot of uh, me time, but when I'm dealing with the narcissist, I have to up my self care. I have to really take time to just calm down, you know, and that alone shows me how important it is to just kind of minimize my my conversation um, and interaction with that person because it does take so much uh, emotional energy out of me.
2: So Absolutely. All right. Well, let's, let's get to some of these messages. I'm so glad because that's going to be your last message. All right, here we go.
12: <laughs> I just wanted to say Kendrick Worthy and Healer Haven... Fucking follow me, guys. Like, it'd be really fun to chat with you sometime. There you go.
2: Uh-huh. All right, Joe, you're up. All right. Mm. was a good try. Wise words. <laughs> was a very good try. All right. Well, with that stated, guys, thank you so much for spending the last two hours with us as we tackle you know, how to deal with the narcissist. We learned some great things during this two-hour span that, you know what, only 1% to 10% of the population is a true narcissist, that everybody else, probably a little selfish and got some things going on. You know what I mean? They may have, they may yeah. be a lot, under a lot of stress. You know, they may just be tired. They just really might be feeling themselves, okay? So with that stated, <laughs> definitely move accordingly. Definitely always maintain and uphold boundaries. Um, You can show people grace, but at at the end of the day, you gotta protect your heart, your mind, your body, and your soul. Because in 2021, we are moving forward, okay? We're gonna be living fearlessly and we just don't got time for nobody's drama. So definitely make sure your inner circle is a circle of individuals who wanna support you, that wanna see you be uplifted, that will cheer for you, and be happy for you, even if it's not their win. Okay, that will right. give you constructive criticism because they want to see you advance and be a better person, and hopefully in return, all those qualities you will encompass and give to them as well.
0: All right, perfect. Okay, Let's go through some of these messages because German guy is getting hungry and it's starting to smell uh, really no, good over here. we're
2: No, we're good. We don't have any more. Oh really? Don't, yeah, those don't apply anymore.
0: Oh, okay, sounds good.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so we're gonna we're gonna come to a close now. So once again, if you have not already, definitely um, follow German Guy as well as I, Amina Hawk, on both Stereo as well as Instagram. So you will be notified when we drop our latest and greatest content. And I'm gonna let German Guy finish and close us out.
0: All right. Well, first of all, thank you for uh, letting me talk about narcissism. It, it was not the easiest topic for me. But it has definitely given me some, and I hope some other people here felt the same. You've given some, been given some tools and some ways to really protect yourself. Um, going forward, it, it is good. The information side is good. But at the end of the day, we need to practice it, which makes it a little bit harder. But it is totally worth it. Because we are worth more than being emotionally drained from people uh, in our life. And it's totally okay to walk away. And that even rhymed, yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's been really good. Thank you, guys. If you haven't followed Amina Hawk yet or myself, please um, you can do so to be notified when we come live again. And I'm gonna go eat something, but it's been it's been so much fun. Thank you, Amina, for doing this
1: with me.
2: All right, you have a great night. Bye, bye, everybody.
1: All right, bye bye.